0: His flock.
1: The Lord will guard us as a shepherd guards his flock.
0: The Lord shall ransom Jacob. He shall redeem him from the hand of his conquerors. Shouting, they shall mount the heights of Zion. They shall come streaming to the Lord's blessings the grain, the wind, wine, and the oil, the sheep and the oxen. The Lord,
1: the Lord will guard us as a shepherd guards his flock.
0: Then the virgins shall make merry and dance, and young men and old as well. I will turn their mourning into joy. I will console and gladden them after their sorrows. Alleluia!
2: Alleluia! Alleluia!
0: Hallelujah! Blessed are they who have kept the word with a generous heart, and yield a harvest through perseverance.
2: Hallelujah!
1: The Lord be with you. Amen. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, hear the parable of the soul. The seed sown on the path is the one who hears the word of the kingdom without understanding it. And the evil one comes and steals it away from his heart. The seed sown on rocky ground is the one who hears the word and receives it at once with joy. But he has no root and lasts only for a time. When some tribulation or persecution comes because of the word, he immediately falls away. The seed sown among thorns is the one who hears the word but then worldly anxiety and the lure of riches choke the word and it bears no fruit. But the seed sown on rich soil is the one who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and yields a hundred or 60 or 30 fold. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, the Lord
2: Jesus
1: My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, this morning the Lord is asking us to seek one thing seek understanding. God is calling us to seek understanding. Understanding is crucial. In Proverbs chapter 4, I'm going to link these scriptures to that main text, Proverbs chapter four, verse seven. The word of God says, "Getting wisdom is the most important thing. Whatever else you get, get understanding. Getting wisdom is the most important thing. Whatever else you get, get what? Understanding. Now." The word of God makes us understand in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, from verse 18 to 28, Jesus is the wisdom of God. Jesus Christ is the wisdom of God. So the word of God says, get wisdom, get wisdom first, get Jesus first. And after getting Jesus, then what? Get understanding. In the Okay, let's go again to Proverbs chapter 2, Proverbs 2 from verse 2. It says, listen to what is wise, listen to what is wise and what is wise comes from wisdom, comes from Jesus. So listen to Jesus and try to understand it. Listen to what is wise. In other words, listen to Jesus Christ and try to understand it and try to understand him, try to understand Jesus. I'm coming to link it to the gospel of this morning. It goes on verse three. Proverbs 2, 2 to 5. Verse 3 says, yes, beg for knowledge and plead for understanding. Beg for knowledge and beg, plead for understanding. It's crucial. You understand very soon. Verse 4, look, for it is hard as for you. Look for it as hard as you would look for silver or gold. Look for understanding as hard as you would look for what? silver or gold verse 5 if you do you will know what it means to fear the lord and you will succeed in learning about god and remember in hosea 4 6 the word of god tells us for lack of knowledge knowledge about who for lack of knowledge about jesus christ my people are perishing the word of god says we should seek understanding Now, if you go and read Psalm 119, verse 18, David prayed a prayer, and that should be a prayer all of us should pray before we read the word of God. And anytime we come from us, before the word of God is proclaimed to us, make that prayer. Tell the Lord, David prays in Psalm 119, verse 18, he says, Lord, open my eyes that I may see the wonderful truths in your word. There are wonderful truths, secrets in the word of God. Yesterday, we were, made, we were made to understand, two days ago, we were made to understand. The kingdom of God is a mystery. The kingdom of God is a mystery. It takes the spirit of God to enlighten us to understand. And that is why also in Ephesians chapter 1, from verse 15 to 19 or 20, St. Paul will beg God that God should grant the people of Ephesus an understanding, he prays for them that the Lord will enlighten their minds and give them an understanding to come to uh, to comprehend how much and how deep God loves them and what it means to be a Christian. St. Paul is praying for understanding for the people of Ephesus. So we are called this morning to seek understanding. Now, let's link that to the readings. Pay, av- pay attention. Matthew 13, the gospel says, Jesus said this to his disciples. He Hear the parable of the sower. When the Lord tells us to hear, he doesn't just want us to hear. In this hearing, he wants us to understand. It's not enough just to hear. It is not enough. You can hear Chinese spoken right now. I can speak my local dialect, Ghanaian dialect right now, but you won't understand. You will hear something, but you won't understand. And it will not make sense to you if you hear and you don't understand. For example, if I say, Zoma, what's the meaning of Zoma? You've heard the sound, Zoma but you don't know what it means. Zoma simply means run. Maybe there is danger, but I said Zoma, but you didn't understand Zoma, so you are seated there because of what? Lack of understanding. So it is not enough just to hear, it is important to what? To understand. And that is why even in Psalm 62 verse 11, the the, the psalmist says that God spoke once, but I heard twice. God spoke once, and I heard twice. The second hearing is understanding. God has spoken once, but twice have I heard. And so the point is this. When Jesus says, hear the parable of the sower, Jesus says also, it implies, understand the parable of the sower. It's important. Now pay attention again. He says, the seed sown on the path is the one who hears the word of God without understanding it. You got that? The person heard the word of God, but didn't understand it. It goes on. And the evil one comes and steals it away. If you continue, it says, The seed sown on the rocky ground is the one who hears the word and receives it at once with joy. But he has no root and lasts only for a time. When some tribulation or persecution comes because of the word, he immediately falls away. You get that? Because the person also doesn't understand what it means to go through persecution and tribulation, the person doesn't understand that as children of God, persecutions are part of the journey. And in fact, blessed are those who are persecuted, Matthew chapter 5. Blessed are those who are persecuted for the sake of Jesus or for the sake of the kingdom. There is a blessing in that. And so if you understand that there is blessing in persecution when when you are living your Christian life and speaking for Jesus and you are being persecuted, you will not be moved because you know that in there lies your blessing, so you wouldn't give up. But because this person doesn't also understand, the person gave up. It goes on. The seed sown among the thorns is the one who hears the word, but then worldly anxiety and the lure of riches choke the word and it bears no fruit. If we understand the word, also we will not be attracted by anything that contradicts the word of God, because we know that as we persevere in that, therein lies our peace, therein lies our joy, in the word. And it's interesting, the seed is the word of God. Luke eight, verse eleven. The seed in this parable refers to the word of God, and the sower is God Himself. So God sowed the word, the seed. That is Jesus. It's like confirming John three sixteen. For God so loved the world, he sent his son. He sent the word to the earth that whosoever receives him and tries to understand him will have everlasting life and lives according to him will have joy in this life. Do you understand? Now, the last one says, But the seed sown on rich soil is the one who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit, and yields a hundred or a sixty or a thirtyfold you get it we are supposed to bear fruit as christians i have called you you have not called me you did not choose me i chose you and sent you that you may go and bear fruit fruit that will last friends if we don't understand the word of god we cannot make it in life so we must ask for understanding and if you link that to the gospel, then the first reading, he says, Return, rebellious children, says the Lord, for I am your master. If we understand the word of God, we will not rebel against the word of God. If we understand what we are doing to ourselves or doing against ourselves, we will not disobey God. If we understand what it means to be a Christian and what it means to accept the word of God, James 1, From verse 19 to 25. If we understand what it means, friends, we will not disobey God. We will return. So Jeremiah is called the people return. Rebellious children, says the Lord, for I am your master. I will take you one from a city, who from a clan, two from a clan, and bring you to Zion. Zion is the dwelling place of God. God wants us to be with him. And so God is saying, Rebellious, come. If we understand what lies in there, we will not hesitate, we will go. It's because we don't understand what is in the Christian life, what is in the word of God, what is in the sacraments, that is why we are joking with them. If we understand, understanding is key, we will not joke with them. It's because we don't understand what it means to really be a Christian, to really receive the word of God, the seed sown by the sower. If we understand truly what it means, we will not joke with Christianity. We will not joke with church. We will not joke with mass. We will not joke with reading the word of God, the seed. That is Jesus. He sowed the seed. He received the word. So we are supposed to receive Jesus with all seriousness. Now it goes on to say, they will in those days no longer say the act of the covenant. Now let's go here, it says, I will appoint over you shepherds after my own heart, who will shepherd you wisely. prudently wisely and prudently God is saying that he will appoint shepherds over us who will teach us wisely and prudently to teach us wisely and prudently means to teach us with understanding shepherds who will feed you Jesus told Peter Peter if you love me feed my sheep so as shepherds as priests and bishops as pastors of of you over you us um, uh, appointed by god as shepherds we are supposed to feed you with the word of god not with rice and beans not with spaghetti we are supposed to feed you jesus told peter feed my lambs three times feed my lambs tender them feed them take care of them feed them with the solid word of god not with our own understanding Feed them with the word of God. And he says, when you multiply and become fruitful in the land, says the Lord, they will in those days no longer say so and so and so. God wants us to increase. God wants us to expand. God wants us to expand as a church. God wants us to grow. He wants us to reach out. If you go and start reading from the Matthew chapter 13, the gospel, the beginning of this chapter, chapter 13, you realize that many crowds were following Jesus. Today you go to Europe, you see churches are getting empty, what a contradiction, what a contradiction. Jesus was moving with crowds, how come today churches are getting emptier? No, that shouldn't be. We must teach with understanding and people will understand very well and come to Jesus. If we understand what we are missing for joking with Jesus, we will take him serious. And that is the mind of God, and that is the will of God. And so, the one who is able to understand, Jesus tells us, that person yielded, the, 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 the last one, he says, but the seed sown on rich soil is the one who hears the word and understands it. Who indeed bears fruit and yields a hundred or sixty or seventy or, or thirty fold. What it means is that, it is automatic. Once you read the Word of God or you hear it and you understand it and you put it into practice, it's automatic. You will bear fruit. You will succeed in life. You will prosper. You will not fail in life. It is a contradiction for a Christian to fail in life. How can God fail? How? Yes, we were made to understand. Christ lives in us. How can Christ be living in us and fail? It's not possible. So we need all these understandings so that when we are persecuted, when we are struggling, we will not give up. Two days ago we read it, First Corinthians, Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7 and 8, the feast of St. James. The first reading. Saint Paul said, We are persecuted from all angles, we are afflicted in so many ways, but we never give up. Why? Because we have the understanding that in all these things we are more than conquerors. And we understand that in all these things, at the end of it all, we are victorious. So we never give up. We never give up. It takes understanding. It takes understanding. To see bread consecrated and say this is Jesus, it takes understanding from the Holy Spirit. We see with the eyes of faith. And friends, with that eyes of faith, we will overcome. In fact, in the spirit, we have overcome already. We have overcome already. It's a darn deal. Let us pray for more enlightenment and more understanding. St. Paul will tell us, so we are never distressed. We never give up, no matter what. Nakedness, distress, persecution. In all these things, we are more than conquerors. Don't give up. Seek understanding. That is the mind of God for you and for me. And the responsorial psalm finally says, The Lord will guard us as a shepherd guards his flock. Think about it. How does a good shepherd guard the flock? How does a good shepherd guard the flock? And Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. We are the flock of God. God has promised he will guard you, he will guard us. If we have this understanding, nothing should shake us. Let us go out this morning and speak out by our lives and even verbally dare to speak to somebody, dare to challenge somebody to come to church, dare to challenge somebody to take that burden, that problem, that sickness to God in prayer. God is ready to heal you. He is ready to heal us. Tell that person out there, God is willing to help you. God is willing to to heal you. I was going to the other day downtown and I heard and I saw a very nice signboard. Encouraging people who are thinking of suicide, said no, life is worth living. People need to hear this. If we have understanding, why would you commit suicide? If we have understanding, why will you engage in drugs? If we have understanding, why will we indulge in lesbianism and all the funny, funny things we are now doing here in the states? It's all because we lack understanding. Let us pray for understanding day in and out. And every day, read the word of God. And before you read, pray like David, Lord, open my eyes that I may see the wonderful truths in your word. If you can remember in Luke 24, the disciples walking to Emmaus, remember what happened there? They were discouraged, they were sad, because they didn't understand what happened at Calvary. They were distressed and they were sad. When you get home, read Luke 24, you'll get it very clearly. So they were distressed and they were sad and discouraged and walking away, and Jesus appeared to them. And even when Jesus appeared, they didn't understand. He was the one they asked him, Are you the only stranger in Jerusalem? With faces downcast. They didn't understand. Then later on, as we are told, Jesus kept, began to explain the scriptures to them. And they understood later at the breaking of the bread. When Jesus broke the bread, he opened their eyes. And they understood the scriptures, we are told. And right after that, Jesus disappeared. And we are told, those same disciples who were sad, they got up that same night and ran back to Jerusalem to share the word of God, to proclaim the word of God. Because they now got the understanding from Jesus. Their discouragement, their sadness disappeared. That is what the Word of God does. And that is what the Eucharist does. They understood. He he opened their minds to understand when he broke the bread. We, as Catholics, we have no excuse to live in ignorance, no. Looking at Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament, looking at Jesus in the consecrated bread, friends, you will receive understanding We receive insight. Don't miss mass. Make it a joy to always be at mass. Don't joke with the word of God. Make it a joy to read the word of God. Don't joke with the sacraments. Make it a joy to attend to them. Because in every sacrament, the celebration of every sacrament, the word of God is proclaimed. May God indeed open our eyes and our understanding to understand his word and to crave and hunger for it. And remember, the Lord will guard you as a shepherd guards his flock god bless you may we rise and present some intentions to the lord
0: <clears throat> his flock.
1: the lord will guard us as a shepherd guards his flock
0: the lord shall ransom jacob he shall redeem him from the hand of his conquerors shouting they shall mount the heights of zion they shall come streaming to the lord's blessings the grain, the wind, wine, and the oil, the sheep, and the oxen.
1: The Lord will guard us as you regard
0: Then the virgins shall make merry and dance, and young men and old as well. I will turn their mourning into joy. I will console and gladden them after their sorrows.
2: The Lord will guard us, Alleluia, alleluia Alleluia
0: Alleluia 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 Blessed are they who have kept the word with a generous heart and yield a harvest through perseverance.
2: Alleluia Hallelujah!
1: The Lord be with you. And
2: with your spirit.
1: A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory Jesus said to his disciples, "Hear the parable of the." Soul The seed sown on the path is the one who hears the word of the kingdom without understanding it. And the evil one comes and steals it away from his heart. The seed sown on rocky ground is the one who hears the word and receives it at once with joy. But he has no root and lasts only for a time. When some tribulation or persecution comes because of the word, he immediately falls away. The seed sown among thorns is the one who hears the word, but then worldly anxiety and the lure of riches choke the word, and it bears no fruit. But the seed sown on rich soil is the one who hears the word, and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and yields a hundred, or sixty, or thirtyfold. The Gospel of the Lord. To you, Lord Jesus Christ. My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, this morning the Lord is asking us to seek one thing, seek understanding. God is calling us to seek understanding. Understanding is crucial. In Proverbs chapter 4, I'm going to link these scriptures to the main text. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7, the word of God says, Getting wisdom is the most important thing. Whatever else you get, get understanding. Getting wisdom is the most important thing. Whatever else you get, get what? Understanding. Now, the word of God makes us understand in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, from verse 18 to 28, Jesus is the wisdom of God. Jesus Christ is the wisdom of God. So, the word of God says, Get wisdom, get wisdom first, get Jesus first. And after getting Jesus, then what? Get understanding. In the, okay, let's go again to Proverbs chapter 2. Proverbs 2 from verse 2. It says, Listen to what is wise. Listen to what is wise. And what is wise comes from wisdom, comes from Jesus. So, listen to Jesus. And try to understand it. Listen to what is wise. In other words, listen to Jesus Christ and try to understand it. And try to understand him. Try to understand Jesus. I'm coming to link it to the gospel of this morning. It goes on, verse 3, Proverbs 2, 2 to 5. Verse 3 says, yes, beg for knowledge and plead for understanding. Beg for knowledge and beg, plead for understanding. Is crucial, you will understand very soon. Verse four, look for it is hard as for you. Look for it as hard as you would look for silver or gold. Look for understanding as hard as you would look for what? Silver or gold. Verse five, if you do, you will know what it means to fear the Lord and you will succeed in learning about God. And remember in Hosea 4, 6, the word of God tells us, for lack of knowledge, knowledge about who? For lack of knowledge about Jesus Christ, my people are perishing. The word of God says we should seek understanding. Now, if you go and read Psalm 119, verse 18, David prayed a prayer. And that should be a prayer all of us should pray before we read the word of God. And anytime we come for mass before the word of God is proclaimed to us, make that prayer. Tell the Lord, David prays in Psalm 119, verse 8, and he says, Lord, open my eyes that I may see the wonderful truths in your word. There are wonderful truths, secrets in the word of God. Yesterday we we were made to understand, two days ago we were made to understand, the kingdom of God is a mystery. The kingdom of God is a mystery. It takes the spirit of God to enlighten us to understand. And that is why also in Ephesians chapter one, from verse 15 to 19 or 20, St. Paul will beg God that God should grant the people of Ephesus an understanding. He prays for them that the Lord will enlighten their minds and give them an understanding to come to to comprehend how much and how deep God loves them and what it means to be a Christian. St. Paul is praying for understanding the people of Ephesus so we are called this morning to seek understanding now let's link that to the readings Pay pay attention Matthew 13 the gospel says Jesus said this to his disciples hear the parable of the sower when the Lord tells us to hear he doesn't just want us to hear in this hearing he wants us to understand it's not enough just to hear it is not enough you can hear Chinese spoken right now I can speak my local dialect Ghanaian dialect right now but you won't understand. You will hear something, but you won't understand. And it will not make sense to you if you hear and you don't understand. For example, if I say zoma, what's the meaning of zoma? You've heard the sound zoma, but you don't know what it means. Zoma simply means run. Mm-hmm. Maybe there is danger, but I said zoma, but you do not understand zoma, so you are seated there because of what? Lack of understanding. So it is not enough just to hear, it is important to what? To understand. And that is why even in Psalm 62 verse 11, the the, the psalmist says that God spoke once, but I heard twice. God spoke once and I heard twice. The second hearing is understanding. God has spoken once, but twice have I heard. And so the point is this. When Jesus says, hear the parable of the sower, Jesus says also, it implies, understand the parable of the sower. It's important. Now pay attention again. He says, the seed sown on the path is the one who hears the word of God without understanding it. You got that? The person heard the word of God but didn't understand it. It goes on. And the evil one comes and steals it away. If you continue... It says, the seed sown on the rocky ground is the one who hears the word and receives it at once with joy. But he has no root and lasts only for a time. When some tribulation or persecution comes because of the word, he immediately falls away. You get that? Because the person also doesn't understand what it means to go through persecution and tribulation, the person doesn't understand that as children of God, persecutions are part of the journey. And in fact... Blessed are those who are persecuted, Matthew chapter 5. Blessed are those who are persecuted for the sake of Jesus or for the sake of the kingdom. There is a blessing in that. And so if you understand that there is blessing in persecution, when when you are living your Christian life and speaking for Jesus and you are being persecuted, you will not be moved because you know that in there lies your blessing. So you wouldn't give up. But because this person doesn't also understand, the person gave up. It goes on. The seed sown among the thorns is the one who hears the word. But then worldly anxiety and the lure of riches choke the word, and it bears no fruit. If we understand the word also, we will not be attracted by anything that contradicts the word of God. Because we know that as we persevere in that, therein lies our peace, therein lies our joy in the word. And it's interesting, the seed is the word of God. Luke 8 verse 11. The seed in this parable refers to the word of God, and the sower is God himself. So God sowed the word, the seed, that is Jesus. It's like confirming John three sixteen. For God so loved the world, he sent his son, he sent the word to the earth, that whosoever receives him and tries to understand him will have everlasting life, and lives according to him will have joy in this life. Do you understand? Now, the last one says, but the seed sown on rich soil is the one who hears the word and understands it. Who indeed bears fruit and yields a hundred or a sixty or a thirtyfold. You get it? We are supposed to bear fruit as Christians. I have called you. You have not called me. You did not choose me. I chose you and sent you that you may go and bear fruit. Fruit that will last. Friends, if we don't understand the word of God, we cannot make it in life. So we must ask for understanding. And if you link that to the gospel, then the first reading, he says, Return, rebellious children, says the Lord, for I am your master. If we understand the word of God, we will not rebel against the word of God. If we understand what we are doing to ourselves or doing against ourselves, we will not Disobey God. If we understand what it means to be a Christian and what it means to accept the word of God, James 1, from verse 19 to 25. If we understand what it means, friends, we will not disobey God. We will return. So Jeremiah is called the people return. Rebellious children, says the Lord, for I am your master. I will take you one from a city, who from a clan, two from a clan, and bring you to Zion zion is the dwelling place of god god wants us to be with him and so god is saying rebellious will come if we understand what lies in there we will not hesitate we will go it's because we don't understand what is in the christian life what is in the word of god what is in the sacraments that is why we are joking with them if we understand understanding is key we will not joke with them It's because we don't understand what it means to really be a Christian, to really receive the word of God, the seed sown by the sower. If we understand truly what it means, we will not joke with Christianity. We will not joke with church. We will not joke with mass. We will not joke with reading the word of God, the seed. That is Jesus. He sowed the seed. He received the word. So we are supposed to receive Jesus with all seriousness. Now it goes on to say, They will in those days no longer say the ark, of the covenant. Now let's go here. It says, I will appoint over you shepherds after my own heart, who will shepherd you wisely and prudently. Wisely and prudently. God is saying that he will appoint shepherds over us who will teach us wisely and prudently. To teach us wisely and prudently means to teach us with understanding. Shepherds, who will feed you? Jesus told Peter, Peter, if you love me, feed my sheep. So as shepherds, as priests and bishops, as pastors of, of you, over of you, as, um, uh, appointed by God as shepherds, we are supposed to feed you with the word of God, not with rice and beans, not with spaghetti. Mm-hmm. We are supposed to feed you, Jesus told Peter, feed my lambs. Three times, feed my lambs, tender them, feed them, take care of them feed them with the solid word of God not with our own understanding feed them with the word of God and he says when you multiply and become fruitful in the land says the Lord they will in those days no longer say so and so and so God wants us to increase God wants us to expand God wants us to expand as a church God wants us to grow he wants us to reach out If you go and start reading from the Matthew chapter 13, the gospel, the beginning of this chapter, chapter 13, you realize that many crowds were following Jesus. Today you go to Europe, you see churches are getting empty. What a contradiction. What a contradiction. Jesus was moving with crowds. How come today churches are getting emptier? No, that shouldn't be. We must teach with understanding and people will understand very well and come to Jesus. If we understand what we are missing, for joking with Jesus, we will take him serious. And that is the mind of God. And that is the will of God. And so the one who is able to understand, Jesus tells us, that person yielded, the, 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 the last one, he says, but the seed sown on rich soil is the one who hears the word and understands it. Who indeed bears fruit and yields a hundred or sixty or seventy or, or thirty fold what it means is that it is automatic once you read the word of god or you hear it and you understand it and you put it into practice it's automatic you will bear fruit, you will succeed in life you will prosper you will not fail in life it is a contradiction for a christian to fail in life how can god fail how yesterday we we're meant to understand christ lives in us how can christ be living in us and fail it's not possible so we need all these understandings so that when we are persecuted, when we are struggling, we will not give up. Two days ago, we read it: 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7 and 8. The feast of St. James. The first reading. Saint Paul said, We are persecuted from all angles, we are afflicted in so many ways, but we never give up. Why? Because we have the understanding that in all these things, we are more than conquerors. And we understand that in all these things, at the end of it all, we are victorious. So we never give up. We never give up. It takes understanding. It takes understanding. To see bread consecrated and say, this is Jesus, it takes understanding from the Holy Spirit. We see with the eyes of faith. And friends, with that eyes of faith, we will overcome. In fact, in the spirit, we have overcome already. We have overcome already. It's a done deal. Let us pray for more enlightenment and more understanding. St. Paul will tell us, so we are never distressed. We never give up, no matter what. Nakedness, distress, persecution, in all things, we are more than conquerors. Don't give up. Seek understanding. That is the mind of God for you and for me. And the responsorial psalm finally says, The Lord will guard us as a shepherd guards his flock. Think about it. How does a good shepherd guard the flock? How does a good shepherd guard the flock? And Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. We are the flock of God. God has promised he will guard you, he will guard us. If we have this understanding, nothing should shake us. Let us go out this morning and speak out by our lives and even verbally dare to speak to somebody, dare to challenge somebody to come to church, dare to challenge somebody to take that burden, that problem, that sickness to God in prayer. God is ready to heal you. He is ready to heal us. Tell that person out there, God is willing to help you. God is willing to to heal you. I was going through the other day downtown and I heard and I saw a very nice signboard. Encouraging people who are thinking of suicide, said no, life is worth living. People need to hear this. If we have understanding, why would you commit suicide? If we have understanding, why will you engage in drugs? If we have understanding, why will we indulge in lesbianism and all the funny, funny things we are now doing here in the states? It's all because we lack understanding. Let us pray for understanding day in and out. And every day, read the word of God. And before you read, pray like David, Lord, open my eyes that I may see the wonderful truths in your word. If you can remember in Luke 24, the disciples walking to Emmaus, remember what happened there? They were discouraged, they were sad because they didn't understand what happened at Calvary. They were distressed and they were sad. When you get home, read Luke 24. You'll get it very clearly. So they were distressed and they were sad and discouraged and walking away. And Jesus appeared to them. And even when Jesus appeared, they didn't understand he was the one. They asked him, are you the only stranger in Jerusalem? With faces downcast. They didn't understand. Then later on, as we are told, Jesus began to explain the scriptures to them. And they understood later at the breaking of the bread. When Jesus broke the bread, he opened their eyes. And they understood the scriptures, we are told. And right after that, Jesus disappeared. And we are told, those same disciples who were sad, they got up that same night and ran back to Jerusalem to share the word of God, to proclaim the word of God. Because they now got the understanding from Jesus. Their discouragement, their sadness disappeared that is what the word of god does and that is what the eucharist does they understood he he opened their minds to understand when he broke the bread we as catholics we have no excuse to live in ignorance no looking at jesus in the blessed sacrament looking at jesus in the consecrated bread friends you will receive understanding receive insight don't miss mass make it a joy to always be at mass don't joke with the word of god make it a joy to read the word of god don't joke with the sacraments make it a joy to attend to them because in every sacrament the celebration of every sacrament the word of god is proclaimed may god indeed open our eyes and our understanding to understand his word and to crave and hunger for it and remember the lord will guard you as a shepherd guards his flock. God bless you. May we rise and present some intentions to the Lord. <clears throat> his flock. The Lord will guard us as a shepherd. Guards his flock.
0: The Lord shall ransom Jacob. He shall redeem him from the hand of his conquerors. Shouting, they shall mount the heights of Zion. They shall come streaming to the Lord's blessings the grain, the wind, wine, and the oil, the sheep, and the oxen.
2: The Lord will guard us as us
0: Then the virgins shall make merry and dance, and young men and old as well. I will turn their mourning into joy. I will console and gladden them after their sorrows. The Lord will guard
2: us as Alleluia alleluia, alleluia 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 Alleluia
0: Alleluia Blessed are they who have kept the word with a generous heart and yield a harvest through perseverance.
2: Alleluia Alleluia.
1: Alleluia. The Lord be with you. And and
2: with your spirit.
1: A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, o Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, Hear the parable of the soul. The seed sown on the path is the one who hears the word of the kingdom without understanding it. And the evil one comes and steals it away from his heart. The seed sown on rocky ground is the one who hears the word and receives it at once with joy. But he has no root and lasts only for a time. When some tribulation or persecution comes because of the word, he immediately falls away. The seed sown among thorns is the one who hears the word, but then worldly anxiety and the lure of riches choke the word, and it bears no fruit. But the seed sown on rich soil is the one who hears the word, and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and yields a hundred or sixty or thirtyfold. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord
2: Jesus
1: Christ. My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, this morning The Lord is asking us to seek one thing, seek understanding. God is calling us to seek understanding. Understanding is crucial. In Proverbs chapter 4, I'm going to link these scriptures to the main text. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7, the word of God says, Getting wisdom is the most important thing. Whatever else you get, get understanding. Getting wisdom is the most important thing. Whatever else you get, get what? Understanding. Now, the word of God makes us understand in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, from verse 18 to 28, Jesus is the wisdom of God. Jesus Christ is the wisdom of God. So, the word of God says, Get wisdom, get wisdom first, get Jesus first. And after getting Jesus, then what? Get understanding. In the, okay, let's go again to Proverbs chapter 2. Proverbs 2 from verse 2. It says, Listen to what is wise. Listen to what is wise. And what is wise comes from wisdom, comes from Jesus. So, listen to Jesus. And try to understand it. Listen to what is wise. In other words, listen to Jesus Christ and try to understand it. And try to understand him. Try to understand Jesus. I'm coming to link it to the Gospel of this morning. It goes on, verse 3, Proverbs 2, 2 to 5. Verse 3 says, Yes, beg for knowledge and plead for understanding. Beg for knowledge and beg, plead for understanding. It's crucial, you will understand very soon. Verse 4, look, for it is hard as for you. Look for it as hard as you would look for silver or gold. Look for understanding as hard as you would look for what? Silver or gold. Verse 5, if you do, you will know what it means to fear the Lord, and you will succeed in learning about God. And remember, in Hosea 4, 6, the Word of God tells us, for lack of knowledge, knowledge about who? For lack of knowledge about Jesus Christ, my people are perishing. The Word of God says we should seek understanding. Now, if you go and read Psalm 119, verse 18, David prayed a prayer. And that should be a prayer all of us should pray before we read the Word of God. And anytime we come for mass before the word of God is proclaimed to us, make that prayer. Tell the Lord, David prays in Psalm 119, verse 8, and he says, Lord, open my eyes that I may see the wonderful truths in your word. There are wonderful truths, secrets in the word of God. Yesterday we were made, we were made to understand, two days ago we were made to understand, the kingdom of God is a mystery. The kingdom of God is a mystery. It takes the spirit of God to enlighten us to understand. And that is why also in Ephesians chapter one, from verse 15 to 19 or 20, St. Paul will beg God, that God should grant the people of Ephesus an understanding. He prays for them that the Lord will enlighten their minds and give them an understanding to come to to comprehend how much and how deep God loves them and what it means to be a Christian. St. Paul is praying for understanding for the people of Ephesus. So we are called this morning to seek understanding. Now, let's link that to the readings. Pay pay attention. Matthew 13, the gospel says, Jesus said this to his disciples. Hear the parable of the sower. When the Lord tells us to hear, he doesn't just want us to hear. In this hearing, he wants us to understand. It's not enough just to hear. It is not enough. You can hear Chinese spoken right now. I can speak my local dialect, Ghanaian dialect right now but you won't understand. You will hear something, but you won't understand. And it will not make sense to you if you hear and you don't understand. For example, if I say zoma, what's the meaning of zoma? Maybe. You've heard the sound, zoma, but you don't know what it means. Zoma simply means run. <laughs> Maybe there is danger, but I said zoma, but you do not understand zoma, so you are seated there because of what? Lack of understanding so it is not enough just to hear it is important to what to understand and that is why even in psalm 62 verse 11 the the, the psalmist says that god spoke once but i heard twice god spoke once and i heard twice the second hearing is understanding god has spoken once but twice have i heard and so the point is this when jesus says hear the parable of the sower Jesus says, also, it implies, understand the parable of the sower. It's important. Now, pay attention again. He says, the seed sown on the path is the one who hears the word of God without understanding it. You got that? The person heard the word of God, but didn't understand it. It goes on. And the evil one comes and steals it away. If you continue, says the sea sown on the rocky ground is the one who hears the word and receives it at once with joy but he has no root and lasts only for a time when some tribulation or persecution comes because of the word he immediately falls away you get that because the person also doesn't understand what it means to go through persecution and tribulation the person doesn't understand that as children of god persecutions are part of the journey and in fact Blessed are those who are persecuted, Matthew chapter 5. Blessed are those who are persecuted for the sake of Jesus or for the sake of the kingdom. There is a blessing in that. And so if you understand that there is blessing in persecution, when when you are living your Christian life and speaking for Jesus and you are being persecuted, you will not be moved because you know that in there lies your blessing. So you wouldn't give up. But because this person doesn't also understand, the person gave up. It goes on. The seed sown among the thorns is the one who hears the word, but then worldly anxiety and the lure of riches choke the word and it bears no fruit. If we understand the word also, we will not be attracted by anything that contradicts the word of God, because we know that as we persevere in that, therein lies our peace, therein lies our joy in the word. And it's interesting, the seed is the word of God. Luke 8 verse 11. The seed in this parable refers to the word of God. And the sower is God himself. So God sowed the word, the seed. That is Jesus. It's like confirming John three sixteen. For God so loved the world, he sent his son. He sent the word to the earth that whosoever receives him and tries to understand him will have everlasting life and lives according to him will have joy in this life. Do you understand? Now, the last one says, but the seed sown on rich soil, is the one who hears the word and understands it who indeed bears fruit and yields a hundred or a sixty or a thirty fold you get it we are supposed to bear fruit as christians i have called you you have not called me you did not choose me i chose you and sent you that you may go and bear fruit fruit that will last friends if we don't understand the word of god we cannot make it in life so we must ask for understanding and if you link that to the gospel then the first reading he says return rebellious children says the lord for i am your master if we understand the word of god we will not rebel against the word of god if we understand what we are doing to ourselves or doing against ourselves we will not disobey god if we understand what it means to be a christian and what it means to accept the word of god james 1 from verse 19 to 25 if we understand what it means friends we will not disobey god we will return. so jeremiah is called the people: return rebellious children Says the lord for i am your master i will take you one from a city who from a clan two from a clan and bring you to zion zion is the dwelling place of god god wants us to be with him and so god is saying rebellious will come if we understand what lies in there we will not hesitate we will go it's because we don't understand what is in the christian life what is in the word of god what is in the sacraments that is why we are joking with them if we understand understanding is key we will not joke with them it's because we don't understand what it means to really be a Christian, to really receive the word of God, the seed sown by the sower. If we understand truly what it means, we will not joke with Christianity. We will not joke with church. We will not joke with mass. We will not joke with reading the word of God, the seed. That is Jesus. He sowed the seed. He received the word. So we are supposed to receive it with all seriousness. Now it goes on to say, they will in those days no longer say the ark of the covenant. No, let's go here. It says, I will appoint over you shepherds after my own heart, who will shepherd you wisely and prudently. Wisely and prudently. God is saying that he will appoint shepherds over us who will teach us wisely and prudently. To teach us wisely and prudently means to teach us with understanding. Shepherds, who will feed you? Jesus told Peter, Peter, if you love me, feed my sheep. So as shepherds, as priests and bishops, as pastors of of you, over you, um, uh, appointed by God as shepherds, we are supposed to feed you with the word of God, not with rice and beans, not with spaghetti. Mm -hmm. We are supposed to feed you. Jesus told Peter, feed my lambs. Three times, feed my lambs. Tender them, feed them, take care of them. Feed them with the solid word of God, not with our own understanding. Feed them with the word of God. And he says, when you multiply and become fruitful in the land, says the Lord, they will in those days no longer say so and so and so. God wants us to increase. God wants us to expand. God wants us to expand as a church. God wants us to grow. He wants us to reach out. If you go and start reading from the Matthew chapter 13, the gospel, the beginning of this chapter, chapter 13, you realize that many crowds were following Jesus. Today you go to Europe, you see churches are getting empty. What a contradiction. What a contradiction. Jesus was moving with crowds. How come today churches are getting emptier? No, that shouldn't be. We must teach with understanding and people will understand very well and come to Jesus. If we understand what we are missing, For joking with Jesus, we will take him serious. And that is the mind of God. And that is the will of God. And so the one who is able to understand, Jesus tells us, that person yielded, the the, the, the last one, he says, but the seed sown on rich soil is the one who hears the word and understands it. Who indeed bears fruit and yields a hundred or 60 or 70 or 30 fold what it means is that it is automatic once you read the word of god or you hear it and you understand it and you put it into practice it's automatic you will bear fruit. you will succeed in life you will prosper you will not fail in life it is a contradiction for a christian to fail in life how can god fail how yesterday we we're made to understand christ lives in us how can christ be living in us and fail it's not possible so we need all these understandings so that when we are persecuted, when we are struggling, we will not give up. Two days ago, we read it: 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7 and 8, the feast of St. James. The first reading. Saint Paul said, We are persecuted from all angles, we are afflicted in so many ways, but we never give up. Why? Because we have the understanding that in all these things, we are more than conquerors. And we understand that in all these things, at the end of it all, we are victorious. So we never give up. We never give up. It takes understanding. It takes understanding. To see bread consecrated and say, this is Jesus, it takes understanding from the Holy Spirit. We see with the eyes of faith. And friends, with that eyes of faith, we will overcome. In fact, in the spirit, we have overcome already. We have overcome already. It's a darn deal. Let us pray for more enlightenment and more understanding. St. Paul will tell us, so we are never distressed. We never give up, no matter what. Nakedness, distress, persecution, in all these things, we are more than conquerors. Don't give up. Seek understanding. That is the mind of God for you and for me. And the responsorial psalm finally says, The Lord will guard us as a shepherd guards his flock. Think about it. How does a good shepherd guard the flock? How does a good shepherd guard the flock? And Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. We are the flock of God. God has promised he will guard you, he will guard us. If we have this understanding, nothing should shake us. Let us go out this morning and speak out by our lives and even verbally dare to speak to somebody, dare to challenge somebody to come to church, dare to challenge somebody to take that burden, that problem, that sickness to God in prayer. God is ready to heal you. He is ready to heal us. Tell that person out there, God is willing to help you. God is willing to to heal you. I was going through the other day downtown, and I heard and I saw a very nice signboard encouraging people who are thinking of suicide. Said, "No, life is worth living." People need to hear this. If we have understanding, why would you commit suicide? If we have understanding, why would you engage in drugs? If we have understanding, why will we indulge in lesbianism and all the funny, funny things we are now doing here in the states? It's all because we lack understanding. Let us pray for understanding day in and out. And every day, read the word of God. And before you read, pray like David, Lord, open my eyes that I may see the wonderful truths in your word. If you can remember in Luke 24, the disciples walking to Emmaus, remember what happened there? They were discouraged, they were sad because they didn't understand what happened at Calvary they were distressed and they were sad when you get home read Luke 24 you'll get it very clearly so they were distressed and they were sad and discouraged and walking away and Jesus appeared to them and even when Jesus appeared they didn't understand he was the one they asked him are you the only stranger in Jerusalem with faces downcast they didn't understand then later on as we are told Jesus kept began to explain the scriptures to them And they understood, later, at the breaking of the bread. When Jesus broke the bread, he opened their eyes. And they understood the scriptures, we are told. And right after that, Jesus disappeared. And we are told, those same disciples who were sad, they got up that same night and ran back to Jerusalem to share the word of God, to proclaim the word of God. Because they now got the understanding from Jesus. Their discouragement, their sadness disappeared. That is what the Word of God does. And that is what the Eucharist does. They understood. He he opened their minds to understand when he broke the bread. We, as Catholics, we have no excuse to live in ignorance, no. Looking at Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament, looking at Jesus in the consecrated bread, friends, you will receive understanding we receive insight. Don't miss mass. Make it a joy to always be at mass. Don't joke with the word of God. Make it a joy to read the word of God. Don't joke with the sacraments. Make it a joy to attend to them because in every sacrament, the celebration of every sacrament, the word of God is proclaimed. May God indeed open our eyes and our understanding to understand his word and to crave and hunger for it. And remember, the Lord will guard you As a shepherd guards his flock. God bless you. May we rise and present some intentions to the Lord.
0: His flock. The Lord will guard
1: us as a shepherd guards his flock.
0: The Lord shall ransom Jacob. He shall redeem him from the hand of his conquerors. Shouting they shall mount the heights of Zion. They shall come streaming to the Lord's blessings. The grain, the wind, wine and the oil, the sheep and the oxen.
1: The Lord will guard us,
2: shepherd, guards us forth.
0: Then the virgins shall make merry and dance, and young men and old as well. I will turn their mourning into joy. I will console and gladden them after their sorrows.
2: The Lord will guard us. Alleluia alleluia, alleluia alleluia Alleluia
0: Alleluia Alleluia Blessed are they who have kept the word with a generous heart and yield a harvest through perseverance.
2: Alleluia Alleluia.
1: Alleluia. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, o Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, Hear the parable of the soul. The seed sown on the path is the one who hears the word of the kingdom without understanding it. And the evil one comes and steals it away from his heart. The seed sown on rocky ground is the one who hears the word and receives it at once with joy. But he has no root and lasts only for a time. When some tribulation or persecution comes because of the word, he immediately falls away. The seed sown among thorns is the one who hears the word, but then worldly anxiety and the lure of riches choke the word, and it bears no fruit. But the seed sown on rich soil is the one who hears the word, and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and yields a hundred or sixty or thirtyfold. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, this morning The Lord is asking us to seek one thing, seek understanding. God is calling us to seek understanding. Understanding is crucial. In Proverbs chapter 4, I'm going to link these scriptures to the main text. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7, the word of God says, Getting wisdom is the most important thing. Whatever else you get, get understanding. Getting wisdom is the most important thing. Whatever else you get, get what? Understanding. Now, the word of God makes us understand in first Corinthians chapter one from verse 18 to 28. Jesus is the wisdom of God. Jesus Christ is the wisdom of God. So the word of God says, get wisdom, get wisdom first, get Jesus first. And after getting Jesus, then what? Get understanding. In the, okay, let's go again to Proverbs chapter 2, Proverbs 2 from verse 2. It says, listen to what is wise. Listen to what is wise. And what is wise comes from wisdom, comes from Jesus. So listen to Jesus and try to understand it. Listen to what is wise. In other words, listen to Jesus Christ, and try to understand it, and try to understand him, try to understand Jesus. I'm coming to link it to the gospel of this morning. It goes on, verse three, Proverbs two, two to five. Verse three says, yes, beg for knowledge, and plead for understanding. Beg for knowledge, and beg, plead for understanding. It's crucial, you will understand very soon. Verse 4, look, for it is hard as for you. Look for it as hard as you would look for silver or gold. Look for understanding as hard as you would look for what? Silver or gold. Verse 5, if you do, you will know what it means to fear the Lord, and you will succeed in learning about God. And remember, in Hosea 4, 6, the Word of God tells us, for lack of knowledge, knowledge about who? For lack of knowledge about Jesus Christ, my people are perishing. The Word of God says we should seek understanding. Now, if you go and read Psalm 119, verse 18, David prayed a prayer. And that should be a prayer all of us should pray before we read the Word of God. And anytime we come for mass before the word of God is proclaimed to us, make that prayer. Tell the Lord, David prays in Psalm 119, verse 8, and he says, Lord, open my eyes that I may see the wonderful truths in your word. There are wonderful truths, secrets in the word of God. Yesterday we we were made to understand, two days ago we were made to understand, the kingdom of God is a mystery. The kingdom of God is a mystery. It takes the spirit of God to enlighten us to understand. And that is why also in Ephesians chapter one, from verse 15 to 19 or 20, St. Paul will beg God, that God should grant the people of Ephesus an understanding. He prays for them that the Lord will enlighten their minds and give them an understanding to come to to comprehend how much and how deep God loves them and what it means to be a Christian. St. Paul is praying for understanding for the people of Ephesus. So we are called this morning to seek understanding. Now, let's link that to the readings. Pay av- pay attention. Matthew 13, the gospel says, Jesus said this to his disciples. Hear the parable of the sower. When the Lord tells us to hear, he doesn't just want us to hear. In this hearing, he wants us to understand. It's not enough just to hear. It is not enough. You can hear Chinese spoken right now. I can speak my local dialect, Ghanaian dialect right now but you won't understand. You will hear something, but you won't understand. And it will not make sense to you if you hear and you don't understand. For example, if I say zoma, what's the meaning of zoma? You've heard the sound zoma, but you don't know what it means. Zoma simply means run. Mm-hmm. Maybe there is danger, but I said zoma, but you didn't understand zoma, so you are seated there because of what? Lack of understanding. So it is not enough just to hear, it is important to what? To understand. And that is why even in Psalm 62 verse 11, the the, the psalmist says that God spoke once, but I heard twice. God spoke once and I heard twice. The second hearing is understanding. God has spoken once, but twice have I heard. And so the point is this. When Jesus says, hear the parable of the sower. Jesus says, also, it implies, understand the parable of the sower. It's important. Now, pay attention again. He says, the seed sown on the path is the one who hears the word of God without understanding it. You got that? The person heard the word of God, but didn't understand it. It goes on. And the evil one comes and steals it away. If you continue, says the sea sown on the rocky ground is the one who hears the word and receives it at once with joy but he has no root and lasts only for a time when some tribulation or persecution comes because of the word he immediately falls away you get that because the person also doesn't understand what it means to go through persecution and tribulation the person doesn't understand that as children of god persecutions are part of the journey and in fact Blessed are those who are persecuted, Matthew chapter 5. Blessed are those who are persecuted for the sake of Jesus or for the sake of the kingdom. There is a blessing in that. And so if you understand that there is blessing in persecution, when when you are living your Christian life and speaking for Jesus and you are being persecuted, you will not be moved because you know that in there lies your blessing. So you wouldn't give up. But because this person doesn't also understand, the person gave up. It goes on. The seed sown among the thorns is the one who hears the word. But then worldly anxiety and the lure of riches choke the word, and it bears no fruit. If we understand the word also, we will not be attracted by anything that contradicts the word of God. Because we know that as we persevere in that, therein lies our peace. Therein lies our joy in the word. And it's interesting, the seed is the word of God. Luke 8 verse 11. The seed in this parable refers to the word of God. And the sower is God himself. So God sowed the word, the seed, that is Jesus. It's like confirming John three sixteen. For God so loved the world, he sent his son, he sent the word to the earth, that whosoever receives him and tries to understand him will have everlasting life, and lives according to him will have joy in this life. Do you understand? Now, the last one says, but the seed sown on rich soil, is the one who hears the word and understands it who indeed bears fruit and yields a hundred or a sixty or a thirty fold you get it we are supposed to bear fruit as christians i have called you you have not called me you did not choose me i chose you and sent you that you may go and bear fruit fruit that will last friends if we don't understand the word of god we cannot make it in life so we must ask for understanding and if you link that to the gospel then the first reading he says return rebellious children says the lord for i am your master if we understand the word of god we will not rebel against the word of god if we understand what we are doing to ourselves or doing against ourselves we will not Disobey God. If we understand what it means to be a Christian and what it means to accept the word of God, James 1, from verse 19 to 25. If we understand what it means, friends, we will not disobey God. We will return. So Jeremiah is called the people return. Rebellious children, says the Lord, for I am your master. I will take you one from a city, who from a clan, two from a clan, and bring you to Zion. Zion is the dwelling place of God. God wants us to be with him. And so God is saying, rebellious will come. If we understand what lies in there, we will not hesitate. We will go. It's because we don't understand what is in the Christian life, what is in the word of God, what is in the sacraments. That is why we are joking with them. If we understand, understanding is key. We will not joke with them. It's because we don't understand what it means to really be a Christian, to really receive the word of God, the seed sown by the sower. If we understand truly what it means, we will not joke with Christianity. We will not joke with church. We will not joke with mass. We will not joke with reading the word of God, the seed. That is Jesus. He sowed the seed. He received the word. So we are supposed to receive it with all seriousness. Now it goes on to say, they will in those days no longer say the ark, of the covenant. Now let's go here. It says, I will appoint over you shepherds after my own heart who will shepherd you wisely and prudently. Wisely and prudently. God is saying that he will appoint shepherds over us who will teach us wisely and prudently. To teach us wisely and prudently means to teach us with understanding. Shepherds who will feed you. Jesus told Peter, Peter, if you love me, feed my sheep. So, as shepherds, as priests and bishops, as pastors of, of you, over of you, as, um, uh, appointed by God as shepherds, we are supposed to feed you with the word of God, not with rice and beans, not with spaghetti. Mm-hmm. We are supposed to feed you. Jesus told Peter, feed my lambs three times feed my lambs, tender them, feed them, take care of them. Feed them with the solid word of God. Not with our own understanding. Feed them with the word of God. And he says, when you multiply and become fruitful in the land says the Lord, they will in those days no longer say so and so and so. God wants us to increase. God wants us to expand. God wants us to expand as a church. God wants us to grow. He wants us to reach out. If you go and start reading from the Matthew chapter 13, the gospel, the beginning of this chapter, chapter 13, you realize that many crowds were following Jesus. Today you go to Europe, you see churches are getting empty. What a contradiction. What a contradiction. Jesus was moving with crowds. How come today churches are getting emptier? No, that shouldn't be. We must teach with understanding and people will understand very well and come to Jesus. If we understand what we are missing, For joking with Jesus, we will take him serious. And that is the mind of God. And that is the will of God. And so the one who is able to understand, Jesus tells us, that person yielded, the the, the last one, he says, but the seed sown on rich soil is the one who hears the word and understands it. Who indeed bears fruit and yields a hundred or 60 or 70 or, or 30 fold. What it means is that it is automatic. Once you read the word of God, or you hear it, and you understand it, and you put it into practice, it's automatic. You will bear fruit. You will succeed in life. You will prosper. You will not fail in life. It is a contradiction for a Christian to fail in life. How can God fail? How? Yesterday, we were made to understand Christ lives in us. How can Christ be living in us and fail? It's not possible. So we need all these understandings so that when we are persecuted, when we are struggling, we will not give up. Two days ago, we read it: 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7 and 8. The feast of St. James. The first reading. Saint Paul said, We are persecuted from all angles. We are afflicted in so many ways, but we never give up. Why? Because we have the understanding that in all these things, we are more than conquerors. And we understand that in all these things, at the end of it all, we are victorious. So we never give up. We never give up. It takes understanding. It takes understanding. To see bread consecrated and say, this is Jesus, it takes understanding from the Holy Spirit. We see with the eyes of faith. And friends, with that eyes of faith, we will overcome. In fact, in the spirit, we have overcome already. We have overcome already. It's a darn deal. Let us pray for more enlightenment and more understanding. St. Paul will tell us, so we are never distressed. We never give up, no matter what. Nakedness, distress, persecution. In all these things, we are more than conquerors. Don't give up. Seek understanding. That is the mind of God for you and for me. And the responsorial psalm finally says, The Lord will guard us as a shepherd guards his flock. Think about it. How does a good shepherd guard the flock? How does a good shepherd guard the flock? And Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. We are the flock of God. God has promised he will guard you, he will guard us. If we have this understanding, nothing should shake us. Let us go out this morning and speak out by our lives and even verbally dare to speak to somebody, dare to challenge somebody to come to church, dare to challenge somebody to take that burden, that problem, that sickness to God in prayer. God is ready to heal you. He is ready to heal us. Tell that person out there, God is willing to help you. God is willing to to heal you. I was going through the other day downtown, and I heard and I saw a very nice signboard encouraging people who are thinking of suicide. Said, "No, life is worth living." People need to hear this. If we have understanding, why would you commit suicide? If we have understanding, why would you engage in drugs? If we have understanding, why would we indulge in lesbianism and all the funny, funny things we are now doing here in the states? It's all because we lack understanding. Let us pray for understanding day in and out. And every day, read the word of God. And before you read, pray like David, Lord, open my eyes that I may see the wonderful truths in your word. If you can remember in Luke 24, the disciples walking to Emmaus, remember what happened there? They were discouraged, they were sad, because they didn't understand what happened at Calvary. They were distressed and they were sad. When you get home, read Luke 24. You'll get it very clearly. So they were distressed and they were sad and discouraged and walking away. And Jesus appeared to them. And even when Jesus appeared, they didn't understand. He was the one they asked him, Are you the only stranger in Jerusalem? With faces downcast. They didn't understand. Then later on, as we are told, Jesus kept, began to explain the scriptures to them. And they understood later at the breaking of the bread. When Jesus broke the bread, he opened their eyes. And they understood the scriptures, we are told. And right after that, Jesus disappeared. And we are told, those same disciples who were sad, they got up that same night and ran back to Jerusalem to share the word of God, to proclaim the word of God. Because they now got the understanding from Jesus. Their discouragement, their sadness disappeared. That is what the Word of God does. And that is what the Eucharist does. They understood. He he opened their minds to understand when he broke the bread. We, as Catholics, we have no excuse to live in ignorance, no. Looking at Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament, looking at Jesus in the consecrated bread, friends, you will receive understanding we receive insight. Don't miss mass. Make it a joy to always be at mass. Don't joke with the word of God. Make it a joy to read the word of God. Don't joke with the sacraments. Make it a joy to attend to them because in every sacrament, the celebration of every sacrament, the word of God is proclaimed. May God indeed open our eyes and our understanding to understand his word and to crave and hunger for it. And remember, the Lord will guard you as a shepherd guards his flock. God bless you. May we rise and present some intentions to the Lord.